On this week's episode of the Party Control Podcast, Joe is back on the podcast this week. Find out what he's been up to from last week. Also, we talk about the future of this generation in gaming. PlayStation 5, Xbox Series S and X, and whatever Nintendo is releasing next. How is this next console generation going to turn out, in our opinion, with a possible recession? Find out on this week's episode of Third Party Control Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to Third Party Control Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with... He's not here today. He's not here. He is not here. He is but not guess here. who's Bizak? It's me, guys. It's the Joe one and Ramirez. only. It's the one and Healthier. only. Joe. COVID kind of was whooping my ass for a little bit. I okay, a so I. Residual cough. <coughs> Go ahead. I didn't mention last week why you guys oh, were absent, and so I was just like, oh, I'll let you guys discuss it late when you. Well, guys I are... heard. Huh. Rumor has it. I heard. And I, I'm not judging this at all. Uh-huh. I heard Bethel had monkeypox. I don't know how he got it. Did he really? I just what I heard. I don't know. Whoa. I don't know. I just that's what I heard. Uh-huh. I, on the other hand, had the COVID. I got the coronavirus after three years. It finally got me. After Was it? Has years, it been three years? The vaccine booster. Well, I'm just counting. It's probably been like two years, but it's like after all that shit, and I still got it. It was not fun. How'd you get it? Do you know? I'm a coworker. Dude. Oh yeah, that's right. My bad. You did say he got it, and then I uh, he got it and didn't come in, and then they sent me home because they wanted me to quarantine because I was in, I worked in the same office with them. And then I'm like, I'm fine. Why are you guys sending me home? And then I woke up the next morning and I could feel something in my throat, and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> I woke up Friday and I was kind of the same. This was like not not this not um, this. Uh, past Friday, but the week before, mm-hmm. I woke up. I felt the same, so I didn't get worse. I took a test on Thursday, and I was negative. Friday, I woke up feeling the same, so I was again. Like, I wasn't any worse, but but I could still feel something in my throat. And then by like noon, I just went downhill fast. Mm-hmm. And then I, I'm like, I'm gonna go get a. I already. I didn't want to do another home test. I'm like, I'm gonna go get a test at a location, like at a at a clinic, mm-hmm. and. I already knew, like, I have it. And then sure enough, yeah, I went and I'm like, yeah, I got it. And then, like, it got, I don't remember Friday night because I ended up really sick Friday night. Yeah. Uh, and the whole weekend was pretty shitty. And then by Tuesday of last week, I started to feel better. And now this week, I, I tested negative on Saturday. So I had, a week, I had it for about a week. And then, uh, I'm still dealing with the residual congestion in my chest, mm-hmm. and I was dealing with fatigue during the week, but I'm a lot better now. That's good. That's good. I know Beto's better now, too. He could tell yeah. us his story next week. Uh, how he got the monkeypox? How he got I monkey don't know. Pox. I don't know. I don't know. This guy, he's full of surprises. Well, Joe, glad you feel better. Glad you're back on the show. So much better. I'm drinking beer again. All right. Well, let's get to it. Joe. No, 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 no. <laughs> Do it. Wait. 
All right, let's get to it. Beto. Hey, suffer. Hey. monkey box that's it that's all i have to say about him. all right joe what's up what's up joe what's um, up fool? well i was at home a lot <laughs> so i had time to play video games you know uh-huh. and uh now, i made it being like, sick and having time to play video games even though being sick could you still enjoy it not the first weekend and not the first few days but then there hit a point where you know i was able to work the whole day and i was really tired but I had some time because I was basically whenever my wife was home, mm-hmm. I went to the room. So in the weekend, the weekends, I stayed in the room all day. I didn't leave the room. I yeah. was quarantining. During the week when she wasn't home, I'd go out to the living room and do stuff. And then <clears throat> that would be my chance. After I was done working, I'd have a couple of hours to um, to just lounge still before she came, before I came back to the room. Yeah. So I would play video games. You know, and I wasn't playing Madden because I'm pretty much, I'm pretty much done until the next cycle. Mm-hmm. You know, especially once I got Corona, I like all my other leagues that I that, that I wasn't even I was already winding down. I was like, I'm done, guys. Yeah, like I got this shit, and I'm I'm gonna just take the rest of it out. And then our league got put on hold because Dave got Corona, and he's our commissioner, and he does the advances, and he was quarantining upstairs. He needed to have his PlayStation, so we were basically on a break. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to play something else. It's like, this is a perfect opportunity. And <clears throat> because I heard, you know, now that we know it's releasing in November, I was like, now is a good time for me to get through God of War, you know, three, oh, okay. four yeah, years yeah. later. So I was like, fuck, let me play this. And um, I'm a fucking idiot. I should have played that so much longer ago. It was so fucking good. Yeah. So fucking good, man. I, it took a while to get used to the controls, mm. you, you know, the, the, everything on the, the shoulder buttons yeah but um what a fucking great story man and the whole everything between uh kratos and atreus um his evolution you know like not knowing what he is learning what he is getting all cocky the kid Mm -hmm. fucking up and then kind of like realizing like this isn't going to be you know it's not going to be that great as great as (laughs) he initially thought it was going to be um it was really cool and then, you know, just the enemies, the whole story, the villain, really, really fucking good stuff. And then, it, you know, even at the end of that game, you're like, yeah, this basically just leaves, a, it, you already know what's gonna, coming up next, I mean, yeah. sort of, you know? Um, a fucking plus, man. Uh, easily, for me, the best God of War. Yeah. I, I could easily say, you know, you know, play the originals if you want to, but if you haven't played God of War, start with four. Because you actually, it's really not, you could play through four, get most of, you know, you're going to miss some things, but it's its own story. There's a little bit of backstory that you kind of will be like, what? But truthfully, you can figure it out. And then I would say, go back and play the originals. But like, that to me would be the way to do it. If you're, if you've never played before, I thought. No, it's great. I don't disagree. The only thing is, and without like spoiling anything, I think going back to the old ones, it isn't as hard as like going back to Resident Evil, like those with those tank controls, you know. But, I just think 
starting with the old ones and then transitioning to the new one is was is more difficult because of the change in how everything is done. I think it's actually an easier thing if you if you've never played the series to start with four and then go mm-hmm. back and you'll find I think the originals will be they're simplistic but like you'll get the backstory and you'll get a lot of that stuff. I think without ruining <coughs> anything, I think get, having the knowledge of the first three, at least the first three going into four, there's there's something nice if you've played the previous ones that I think there is. It, it hits home better then because if if you're just like well, what does this mean you get what i'm saying so basically there, I'm gonna, I'm there aren't take that this. many huge moments like there there are moments but there there's there's definitely those callbacks where it does matter but like the, this is it's i'm quite, not gonna i'm not gonna put it i'm not gonna put it on here but hands down man i i'm just you know like i fucking was like god damn it this game is so fucking good yeah like no it's great i, I mean i don't want to <laughs> the originals are good yeah. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. This game outclassed. I mean, it was it. This definitely felt like when three came out, right? Mm-hmm. It was nicer looking. It was God of War three was a big deal. It was it felt grander. The the scale was bigger, but it was God of War. It yeah. still was God of War. You know, four felt like an action. Finally, the evolution. Like you play four, and and the reason I say this is like you play four, and it's like. You know, if you, after you, if, if God of War is one of your favorite series and you like them and you play four, I feel like after playing four, it's kind of harder to go back to the old ones to play through again because you're like, it's, it really, to me, moves the series forward yeah. in a lot of ways. Narratively speaking, control wise, just, you know, uh, 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 even emotionally, like the story, yeah. you go back and it's like everything feels so fucking juvenile. Oh, a hundred and fifty And that's the huge, and that's the thing to me that is like, yeah, like that's why, in a way, that's why, um, it's like if you've never played them before, I that's why for me it's like play that one and then you can try to go back and just fuck around with the originals because you're not gonna like. But I get what you're saying. You're right. There, there are moments that you you kind of want to have that feeling mm-hmm. like that that when that, you know those those things where you're like, yeah, you know, and there's like there's other parts too, like where you're like. You know, if you didn't play the original, like, who's that? And then you kind of figured out. But, like, I don't know. It's just, like, it's for me, it's, like, there was, there's no way I'll play the originals again after this one. I played them, but, I mean, I was, like, it's so fucking, like, it's just such a massive, for me, move forward in, in like, in terms of maturity of the game. Yeah. That you're, like, yeah, I, I just. And you being, you bring up another good point why I think people should, if, if you're interested in at all, I think you should play the original ones first because I think you, I think you're right. You're, you're not wrong. You can't really go back because if you were to play the four, right, the new God of War, play that. Like everything from the combat's different, of course, but everything's so much better. And you play through four, and you're like, man, this is such a great story. And the originals, the original ones, have great stories, but they're very juvenile and they're very mm-hmm. like, wait, there's a sex mini game. Okay, what? You, it's it's you. It's like I don't know. Watching Citizen Kane, and then you're gonna watch fucking Porky's. Porky's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like that's what I'm saying. Like so that's that's why if I would say if you if it's possible if you could play the original ones first, then this new one. Because yeah, going back, you're just like, what the fuck is this? Why were people saying this was great? This one's better. Like that's why it's. 
And basically, the only reason why I say play the originals first is because then it's unfair. Because then they're not, you know what I mean? It's just unfair. But but there are major things. But yeah, like, but no, yeah, it's you know, great. You know, it's, what's funny is for me, three, three has aged the worst. Yeah, it did. Out uh-huh. of all of them. Uh-huh. Because it's like the fucking corn lip biscuit version of the game where it was just super aggressive yeah super violent super gory and i like that shit yeah but but when you play four Uh four is very aggressive four is very violent yeah but it's done in a fucking such a in in such a mature way Mm -hmm. that it just it's it's just takes it to a different level i am now fucking so ready i wasn't before i'm so fucking hyped for ragnarok yeah I, you know what? I want to. I want to retroactively go back and send death threats now <laughs> to <laughs> to be like, give me fucking. I'm, I'm gonna be like, if you guys don't fucking release this game in November, like, I'm gonna kill somebody. And they're like, we, we are. And I'm like, well, I still. I'm just letting you know now. <laughs> just letting you know. I missed out last time, but I'm letting you know. I'm not missing out. Yeah, <laughs> missing out this time. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so I played. So I beat. I I, I beat that. Yeah. I was. I did a little bit more. I I tried to fucking kill some of the Valkyries. God uh-huh. damn, those things are fucking hard, dude. I tried. I beat one. I beat one, and yeah. I took fucking forever. That's fucking crazy. I know. It's it's. My cousin yeah, did, did that I, shit. I played on the normal difficulty, and that shit fucking and just <laughs> and I could imagine anything higher. I'd be like, well, fuck you, dude. There there'd have been no way. Yeah. <laughs> the um. You know, and I love that, like, like there was, like, almost, it, it, you know, when I talk about the maturity, too, it's like, you know, God of War is a game, you just expect quick time events, and it was, like, almost zero, yeah. zero fucking quick time. There was a few, mm. but it really was, like, so fucking minimal, where you're like, God damn, this is so fucking great. It just mm. really was so fucking cool. Mm. Um, there's a lot of different elements of that game, a lot of little side stories that, you know, I didn't even run through a lot of the side quests and I should have, but I didn't. I just, I played through the main story because that's what I wanted to get through it. <clears throat> but like just a, little, a lot of other stuff going on with some of the secondary characters. That was kind of cool too. Um, yeah, man. Uh, uh, highest, you know, highest recommendation. If you haven't played the game yet, if you're an idiot like me and you had not played it yet, <laughs> play the game. And, um, and hey, you know, since the no one's coming out, if you played it when it first came out, give yourself a fucking another run through, man. Just get yourself ready for it, because you know. Oh, I did the impossible. What? With God of War. Jesse, you played it you, naked. You, you, you know, and Bethel know well. I have always been one of those invert fucking the y-axis players. <gasps> I believe I fucking broke the spell. I decided oh, no. I'm going to play fucking God of War with standard non-inverted controls. And I was like, I'm going to force myself. And it was hard at first because I, you know, I, I'm going to play this whole fucking game like this. I'm not going to invert the controls, the camera. I'm going to play it normal. I, you know, I got through it. And then last night, I'm like, let me get back into Resident Evil uh, 7 Biohazard. Because it's first person. And I played, I was like, I'm going to fucking, I switched the invert uh, y-axis. I started playing, and it didn't feel bad. Oh. So I think I finally broken, almost. I mean, I won't say it's perfect yet, but I've, I've actually, I think I'm finally breaking that invert y-axis fucking thing. It's COVID, I didn't dude. think it was going to be possible. COVID did it to you. But, COVID yeah, changed Thank it. you. Thank you, COVID. <laughs> So I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to stop doing that, uh, and we'll see how that goes. Um, so, 
I, while I was sick, I, I talked about the Contra collection already, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I also picked up the Castlevania collection and I played a bunch of those. Nice. Pretty cool. Very cheap. It was like fucking four bucks too yeah. on, on Xbox. So I have both of those and I'll be playing through those. That was fun. While I was ill, I was really bored in the room. I had no consoles. The Friday I got the sickest, or when I started getting really sick, I was like, fuck, I'm going to be in the room and I was going to move my switch to the room. But I saw all the wires and cables that I was going to have to like, kind of like undo. Mm -hmm. And I was already getting sick and I was like, fuck it, never mind. Yeah. So I didn't have a console. I ordered, so I had been looking online. I joined a couple of Reddit subgroups and one was those, they're the Chinese, um, basically retro knockoff mini handhelds. Um, and I was looking at some of these things and, you know, I know they're from China. I know, you know, quality may vary. And, and actually my story ends up as a cautionary tale about that. And I'll explain why, but I was like, these fucking things are like, some of these things are like $300 with Wi-Fi with all this shit. And they look like, well, they look like switches, but mm. you know, they're, they're basically, you know, they have emulators. And, you know, you can buy these on through, you know, through, through just online. You can actually buy them off of Amazon and they come pre-installed with, um, ROMs. Now, yeah. look, we all know that's, that's a, that's a gray area, but. What do you mean, Joe? You have the whole collection in your house. You had the whole. And I legally paid for the yeah. whole series and then I dumped all of my games onto legitimate ROM. Jesse, yes, I did. You I did. Know, that was a painstaking thing yes. to collect every one of the 16 and 8 the games. It but took you forever. It did. It did. I'm proud of that. Yeah. Um, one thing that's cool is you can wipe, you know, the the um, SD card and, you know, put your own stuff on there. Mm -hmm. Um, So I ordered one that was similar looking to the Game Boy. There's some really small, amazingly small little handheld portables. Yeah. Um, if you get a chance, look up the Mi, the Mi U2. Mi U2? M-I-M-I-Y-O-O. You had sent me that um, video on that retro, also that retro console, uh, that little that thing. Mr. FPGA? Yeah, which looked really, really cool, but you're right, was pricey, you know? And I was pricey. like, fuck, you know? So I just wanted, I was, you know, I was kind of desperate, and I was like, let me get something. I want to see if I can get something that I could just fucking chill and play at home. So I bought, it's from um, the company's Ann Burnick. Ann Burnick? I mm -hmm. think that's what it's called. There's a couple of different ones. And the handheld basically looked like a kind of like a Game Boy Pocket mm -hmm. um, with a three-inch LCD screen, mm -hmm. four four by three aspect ratio. So it actually was, is perfect for like Nintendo, Super Nintendo, you know, like the the basic games. Yeah. Um, had eight. I mean, you know, it had in the back. You had the shoulder buttons. It looked kind of crazy how it was set up. Um, had a, a analog stick, um, and I was like, yeah, let's try this out. Unfortunately, it didn't come during my <laughs> week that I was off work. It came afterwards. Yeah. Um, long story short, it, it broke on me. It Not broke on you? Well, it was, you know, it's the Chinese. How much was it? hundred and, this one was 107. Still um, sucks though. Yeah, it sucks. I, I and and it basically led me to be like, you know, these are cool. However, 
I, there, there are other, there was a couple of brands that I wanted to go for mm-hmm. that I didn't because they're more expensive. But I, I told myself, if I do get one, it'll be a different, it'll be a different model. And mm-hmm. I know which one I kind of want. One. How did it break? Um, what happened? The, it just didn't turn on, or <laughs> the control? No, no, no. The the controls. It, it, it's it's always usually generally speaking, it's the hardware. It's not. It's the it's the the, the build quality mm-hmm. and a lot of these things. That's what goes. Um, it started up good. It. Uh, I mean, this thing had a lot of main games. It had. I played Third Strike on this thing, and it was working. And I was like, that's pretty. Just you know. It's not the end all, but like this game could run fucking third strike. Mm-hmm. That means it's not bad, you know. Like as far as dealing with retro stuff, yeah. um, had a lot of Nintendo Super Nintendo. I played through uh, Air Zonk on the PC. Oh, had a okay, lot yeah. of PC. This thing had a shit ton of PC Engine games, but no uh, Choi Nikki. Nah, which I thought was bullshit. Throw it away. Good yeah, thing it broke. Exactly. That's, nah, that's what I think. So, so. Uh, but no. Well, one thing I was like, Arizonk is a fucking fantastic game. Yeah, you love that game. Uh, it's fucking great. Yeah, I played through that again. But I played through a lot of this. I, I actually had time to play through some shit. Because um, I, I put it through spaces for a couple of days, and then that's when it broke on me. But um, all in all, you know, outside of the build quality, this little fucking machine kicked ass. One issue with the one I got, it was called the Anbernick, Anbernick, uh 351B. It's a vertical style. It's not like your... A lot of the ones now they make, they're kind of, they're shaped more like a Game Boy Advance or a 3DS. Yeah. Um, this was shaped more like an old school Game Boy, kind of like the vertical style. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't the most comfortable in hands because, it, and that's one of the things about these things because they're fucking small uh-huh. that like your hands, you're not used to, like my hands are not used to something that small yeah. and playing like that. So that was one thing where I was like, oh yeah, I need a bigger, I need something a little bit bigger as I was playing it, I was like, fuck, my hands are going to start to cramp or they even went numb. Like I could be like, yeah, a prolonged session. I think my hands are too big for this thing. But yeah. And, and the one I got, I mean, some of these ones like that meal, they're fucking tiny. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy how some of these things are. Um, but I put it through his paces and I was like, for the time I had, if I could have gotten one that was of a better build quality, I would have been happy with this little thing. I probably would have ended up flashing it and putting my own shit on there. Um, it would have been a great little retro mini console. And I think it's something that I I feel like it's never going to be big, but like it's going to become a bigger niche. The Zier, and I was looking at some of these other ones, they're a little bit more pricey, but the builds are getting better. Yeah. There's one in particular that you should look up. It's called the Retroid. Uh, I've heard of that one. Yeah. It's pretty nice. Yeah. And that one's more expensive. I didn't want to spend... It's actually kind of not that much more expensive, but through Amazon, they were upcharging, and I didn't want to pay for the upcharge. Mm, okay. But I want to say the Retroid was like 100 bucks, 110 mm. Um But they're, they're, it's amazing how they're able to now make these little portable retro... Um, handhelds. Handhelds. Yeah. And, you know, you know if you, can, if you look out and get, you know, again... Your mileage may vary depending on the build quality. You know, that's mm-hmm. never, that's always going to be something because you know you're not getting a a known name like it's not a Nintendo, it's not this or that. But like, if you find a good one, man, you hit the jackpot. Those things are really cool. Yeah. Um. So that was my little foray into that. Only other thing I ended up purchasing, which I showed just the earlier, was I'm going to start to try some remote play gaming. 
uh, for certain games, for certain titles. So I ended up picking up the Backbone PlayStation PS5, basically the version of the Backbone controller. Um, basically, it's, it's basically specifically made for iPhone. You, you know, plug your, you basically it just opens up, the controls open up, you plug your iPhone in, there's an actual app that you can download and then you're able to just log in remotely to uh, your PlayStation 5, you know, you, via the remote play app. However, it does work for the Xbox. It's just the buttons on this version follow the PlayStation. The button, yeah, the PlayStation. You have the square circle, the the X and the triangle. But you can still use it on the Xbox. Um, I wanted to, you know, with the new matting coming out. I know I was telling you earlier that you know. I think I'm going to try to play some stuff remotely. And then I was thinking too, like if, you know, I, you know, my living room, I, I don't want to use up the TV all the time. So like if Jess wants to watch something, I was like, oh, I might start just doing a little bit of remote play just from home. Yeah. Like I wouldn't do it from a different network probably because I feel like the latency would be a huge issue. But I think from home, you I'll should be good. be able to do, deal with whatever yet, depending on the game. Like yeah. I ain't going to play fucking Street Fighter on this thing or anything like that. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, but I just bought it. It's uh, it's ninety nine bucks. Uh, after my little handheld uh, broke, I returned it and then just bought this instead. So I'm gonna give it a shot. But it looks kind of cool. Like I'm, I'm I'm actually interested to see how this uh, how this works. Yeah. Okay. In all honesty, are you gonna try it on the toilet? Come on, Jesse. Of course I am. <laughs> Duh. Uh, and then, you know, you can actually, and you can use it for. Uh, apparently, you can use it for anything. Like, I mean, I'm not going to use Stadia, but it's Stadia compatible. You can use it for uh, Apple Arcade games. Anything that. Uh, oh, that's that, cool. You know that. Well, it has to support it, but I mean, yeah, 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 you can use it for stuff. Apple games. You know, if it's if it supports the controller, it, it works. So, um, it looked cool, man. And like, it's and, and I was thinking about that, like when I was playing God of War, it was like. For a while, I was like, well, fuck, I could have, you know, if I'd had that thing already, I could have gone into the room and played some more. Got a war. And I'm I'm looking to play some more um, single-player games. Mm-hmm. You know, I definitely want to get into playing some single-player stuff. So it was a pretty eventful time. I definitely want to get back into some single-player stuff. There's some stuff on uh, Xbox Game Pass that I want to play, some single-player stuff that I've been wanting to kind of get back into that I might be able to do from, you know, the room, play some stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um and that's uh, that's pretty much it. What's up, what's up with you? What's up with me? I haven't had that much time to play games this week. Just been busy with other things. But yeah. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. So see you in a bit. Alright, so on this show, Joe, ever since 2020, a lot of things have happened. We've had a pandemic, right? We've had a lot of things. Where on this show, I've always tried to kind of like, you know what, stuff like that we won't talk about because I kind of wanted to get people 
you know, out of the mindset. Like maybe everyone, you know, everyone was stressing out during the pandemic in the beginning. Yeah. And I kind of wanted the show to be like, okay, let's get your mind off of it for like an hour and a half and stuff. Right. Yeah. But now it has become our day to day lives. It's become, you know, just a, a, a casual thing. And other things have started to happen, right? Like we've had uh, high gas prices, especially here in California. And then uh, we're having all these other things. And also the possibility and the likelihood of going into another recession. So one of the things I wanted to talk about today is with the possibility of going into a recession and everything that's been going on the past two years, what do you think going forward how gaming is going to be for this generation that has just started. And as an example, I um, to kind of start off the conversation, I feel right now with that possibility and everything that's been going on, these consoles that we currently have right now, the Xbox Series S and X, the PlayStation 5, these are going to be consoles we're going to be having for the for foreseeable future. I don't think we'll be seeing a transition to the Xbox Next or whatever you want to call it or the PlayStation 6. We won't be hearing about that for a while. I think these consoles are going to last us a long time because we might oh, be uh, in a in a situation where um, we'll have to have them for a while. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, but where do you, to you, where do you see everything going? And also, where do you think or what do you think Nintendo should be going well, I definitely think as time goes on, we're still headed towards that whole completely all digital, you know, scenario where everyone's just going to get their games via, you know, online. Um, outside of that, I agree. I don't think there's any reason to release a new console when you still are having a hard time, you know, producing enough consoles of the one you have. So why would you change that? I, I, I don't think the plan's going to change as far as strategy goes for each maker. I love the fact that um, Xbox has their business plan and it seems to vary. While it was, seemed to be different than um, PlayStation and then PlayStation kind of did their own little, their own kind of, you know, version of that sort of. So it'll be interesting to see where that goes. Uh, you never know, though. I mean, you could end up seeing uh, a subscription-based type of, you know, where that's that's what everything is. It's an all-in-one kind of thing. That mm -hmm. could be something we head down to. Um, I don't think it'll be this, like, that's not going to happen this, like, completely happen this generation. But I don't know. I do feel that the best years are still to come for this generation. Mm -hmm. We haven't even hit peak, you know. Microsoft buying up a lot of these uh, developers, and so did has uh, Sony. But in general, like I think the best years are still to come for these consoles. Uh -huh. um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what new stuff. And again, it's every year. We're always like the new IPs. What's going to be new? What's going to stick? Mm -hmm. What's going to be a new franchise that's going to be cool? But outside of that, I don't know. Like I agree with you, though. I think this generation is going to be here for a while. There's no reason for it to go away. Yeah. I've been thinking about this for a while. It's actually been a topic I've been wanting to bring up. As time keeps going on and how, how things are kind of turning out, we're, we're starting to see the chip shortage is starting to get better, right? It, it's, it's, uh, I think they say another year, and we should be good. 
uh, either a year and a couple of months or maybe two more years, but I, I think I heard a year because now with like Steam, they're, they're releasing their Steam Deck. They're saying, hey, now we're starting to get more. We're starting to release more. You have uh, Xbox has actually been doing really good keeping like the Xbox Series S and X uh, in stock. More the yeah, S. more so, yeah. Um, which at first I kind of poo-pooed the Xbox Series S thinking that I don't think anybody's really going to buy it, but no, oh, one really, shit that people are buying no, it. no one really knew that the chip shortage was going to happen, so it's harder to get X's, but it's starting to get a little bit better, um, where people were getting S's, and I think they're fine with the Xbox Series S, um, which I think was a smart move that uh, PlayStation, or sorry, Microsoft did, and PlayStation has already started to finally get consoles in back in stock. So now we're finally starting to see them in stores, even though they're not lasting as long uh, on both sides. But I was starting to think more and more that like, yeah, you know what? This is going to be a long, longer generation because these companies are going to need to focus more now on software for these because of the good possibility of, of the recession that might be coming soon. So people will be keeping the consoles they have now and just either downloading or purchasing, you know, the games that they're going to want to play for um, easy entertainment instead of, like, yeah. spending it on other things. And the more I was thinking about it, too, the more I was kind of thinking, too, about uh, I think what we're going to see more now, and, and I'm kind of glad you brought up the point about Microsoft and uh, Activision with Call of Duty. I think this generation we're going to see more titles or more titles in the franchises that make sense not saying that like a single player game but we're gonna see more free to play stuff that's yeah. what's gonna happen more so i could see them releasing the next two call of duties that are gonna come out but then after that Warzone will be what they're gonna focus yeah. on the next the next version of it or whatever yeah f focusing their money and putting their money into a single player multiplayer based call of duty i don't see microsoft doing that right away we might get one of those i would even say every three two or three years instead of every other year because i could see them focusing on warzone and making warzone the main thing and then like as updates come out oh now we have the single player like so the call of duty you love in the single player one that you buy is now part of warzone including the you know um battle royale you know i could see yeah. that type of stuff so we've talked about it but I actually think this generation we're going to see more of that because we've seen multiverses come out, the Warner Brothers style Smash Brothers game that has actually been getting a lot of good Pretty feedback. Pretty good, right? Yeah. yeah. I haven't tried it out yet. I was going to try it today, but I had such little time. I didn't want to give like a uh, – I wanted to spend more time with it to kind of have more a better in-depth understanding yeah. of it and talk about it. So that's why I didn't really play it today. But I think we're going to start seeing more things in the multiplayer sense become free-to-play. Um, this week, they announced um, the League of Legends game, the Project L, the fighting game. Uh, mm -hmm. That company, Evo, is happening right now. So yeah. they're not going to announce anything at Evo, but they announced something before Evo saying, hey, this is the game we've been working on. We showed you some stuff last year. Now we're happy to tell you that it's going to be a free-to-play game, fighting game. And that's actually really good because a lot of people assume that's what was going to happen since League of Legends is free-to-play. Yeah. People were pretty sure that the fighting game was going to be free to play, but you weren't sure until they announced it. But now that they have officially announced it, it's actually a good thing, and it's a good thing for fighting games in general because the transition of going into free to play, especially for fighting games, I think is a good idea 
And I'm not saying we're not going to see that with Street Fighter 6. We're probably not going to see that with a lot of major Japanese fighting games. Yeah. But if, if Project L does really well, it's going to convince them to maybe start doing that with a future title. I think we're going to see more free-to-play stuff because... Well, I think, I think too, like, you, you bring that up, like, mm. you, you never... And you also have to think about indie developers. That may be the way to go for an indie developer that yeah. wants to make a fighting game. Skullgirls probably would have been a fucking fantastic... If Skullgirls... Had, if free-to-play was more of a bigger thing back then, I think Skullgirls would have been a fucking much bigger thing. Or if Skullgirls, Skullgirls was, like, new today... That could have been a perfect time to be like, "Hey, that's this free to play." Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's, it's different. It's you know, uh, that you know, I agree. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think we're gonna have a shift to that. Uh, we're gonna see a lot of that stuff this new generation, or the now it's current generation. Um, I think we're also gonna see stuff go on sale faster than it's had been before. I think a lot of it is going to be due to how a game performs as well. So we might see games drop in price pretty quickly if they don't perform well or just drop quickly in general. And that's why services and you'll see a bigger push toward the game passes and the PlayStation premiums more and more as the year goes on. And I wouldn't be surprised if, depending on how things turn out, um, we're going to start seeing Xbox Series X's and PlayStation 5's bundled with a free month or two of that service to try out to kind of show people like, hey, you know, pay for this to get access to these games. Yeah. So we'll see a lot of that. Now, you, you brought up, um, you also, you know, the second part of that, that question was, you know, what does Nintendo need to do mm-hmm. going forward? Um, you know... Nintendo had a hell of a front end plan for the Switch, and it was fucking supremely effective. Mm-hmm. They had this roadmap of releases. They did a lot of, you know, every month for like that first year or two. You're like, fuck, we're getting something every every year. And you know, truth truth be told, because of how bad the the um, Wii U did, they had a lot of these games that were already basically made, just needed to be ported. Um, and be brought over and and have this whole new group of people that didn't even fuck with the Wii U find these games. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. Um, they need a better plan. Yeah. Now we're hitting the back end of this console and it feels a lot like the back end. I don't want to say the same, but it feels a lot like the back end of the Wii where it was like, what are you guys doing? Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I know, uh, Breath of the Wild 2 is in the is in you know the, is coming eventually. Mm-hmm. We think, and I think you brought up one time it's probably going to end up being the game for the next next console. Yeah, um, it could be. Um, we've heard of Metroid, the next Metroid Prime, but again, outside of one fucking little teaser thing, we haven't seen anything. But what is their schedule? They don't seem to have a fucking schedule anymore. It's like here is what we got, and then now it's just like yeah, you get whatever we get. Same goes with their services, their um, their NES service. Their I had logged into that thing in a fucking long time, and the other day I logged on. And I'm like, let's see what's new, and I was like, oh shit, there's there's like there was a bunch of new shit. And I looked at them like a couple of these I already had. They're just those special <laughs> edition ones, and I'm like, what yeah. the fuck's this? And I'm like, oh, really nothing. Yeah. Uh, you know, I you know I, I don't I know they've got Splatoon three coming. I think they got some cool stuff kind of down the pipeline, but it's like. You know, and, and I say this, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to put them in the spot, but like, 
this is a very Nintendo thing, you know. Yeah. When they have a good plan, they have a good fucking initial plan, and then it just peters out, and then they're just like dying at the end. I don't necessarily this is what's going to happen in the Switch, mm-hmm. as opposed to like what happened with the Wii U, because I think there yeah. was other factors in that. But it it's still it's like I would love reasons, and again, like I just told you earlier, I was like, I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to pick up these two games I told you about earlier on the on the Switch because I was like, yeah, I want to switch to these. But I'm like, where, where's everything else? Like, yeah. wh- what's going on? And I'm like, you know, I don't know. It's just, you know, you know, Nintendo knows they, the, the, the games they release, they self-publish, are the tentpole games that people wait for. Yeah. And, and if they're waiting for someone else to release something, you know, let's face it, it probably ain't going to happen. So, you know, mm. it, I wish they had a better... I know they have these games. I know delays happen. I wish they had some other shit in the pipeline to where they could just be like, okay, you know what? If we're, you know, we don't know how if we're going to be able to get these games out, let's get this going on. And again, I don't know. Again, this, this could be, you know, the remnants of COVID, a lot of stuff like that. But I wish they had a better plan for the middle to back end that, you know, that at least kind of sort of like just that focus that they had when the switch first came out it's it seems to be lacking me i've been thinking about this a lot ever since i came up with this topic about possible recession and a lot of it i had i thought about was nintendo how originally because of the part shortage originally what we know as the switch oled was supposed to be rumors was the rumor was that was supposed to be the switch pro the little beefier nicer one but because they had all these purchased OLED screens to get ready, but the chip shortage was so bad for them to, to have the chips that they need to give that little extra boost, they just decided, fuck it, we're sitting on these. We don't know when this is going to get any better. Let's just make the OLED. So that's why that was originally supposed to be the Switch Pro, but it never became that due to the part shortage. Now that I think, you know, a lot of people have talked to me about this, like, hey, so do you think they'll actually, now that the chip shortage is getting better, do you think they'll do it finally? Like, they'll come out with the Switch Pro. And honestly, Joe, in my opinion, don't I would say don't bother. With Nintendo, don't bother because focus on making the next console. Sure. Don't, don't, at this point, like, if th- you're not going to have a fucking plan. Yeah. I mean, I mean but that's the thing. They, they, they sold a shit ton mm-hmm. of, of Switches, right? Mm-hmm. They, 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 so, and, and Nintendo was known, like, back in the day, right? Glory Day, when you're thinking Glory Day, like, Nintendo was selling fucking consoles hand over foot and handhelds. The Wii U didn't sell shit. Mm-hmm. The 3DS had a rough start, but then got over that and, you know, sold great. Fucking 70, 80 million fucking 3DSs or some shit like that, I think, sold Lifetime. I, I'm not sure what the, 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 the total was, but it ended up not being, it ended up being pretty damn good when everyone was worried in the beginning. Yeah. Right? So now they've made this, with, with the Switch though, you know, they, they ended up with the Switch, which basically was their hybrid console. So now they don't have, kind of don't have the need for a handheld anymore. I don't know if this is going to be the route they take with the next console, but I mean, if you're content with the 80-something million Switches that you sold, which is fucking phenomenal, in the time frame, no less, that it was done, 
and you're going to make something new, don't fucking wait. Like, I mean, and I'm not, you know, like I don't know what, what the, the technology is. I don't know if, if that's the route you're going to go. Tell people. I feel like it's, it, it, hey guys, something new is coming. Yeah. Get the hype going now because, I mean, why just fucking wait around another year or two without saying anything mm-hmm. and just let your shit, you know, like let those sales dwindle? Which I mean aren't really even dwindling right now. They're still fucking selling great, you know. They're, they're selling well, but they're not. They're selling under expectation. Yeah, like, the only reason they're selling under expectation that I was reading today was they can't produce enough right now, so they're they're sure. behind on sales. Right, but that's now. everybody. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's fucking PS Five, uh, uh, Xbox, uh, the Xbox Series. They're behind. Like Xbox, uh, PS Five. If, if if there's no doubt in my mind, if the PS Five. If they didn't have the chip shortage, they would be beating the PS4. I yeah. honestly think so. However, gotcha. because of the chip shortage, they're not. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, you know, and I mean, even even Microsoft, well, I mean, it wasn't it was an easy one for them, but they were like, yeah, yeah. The, the Series X is the quickest seller for them that they've had, and that's great for them, you know? Mm. But again, even they have that same issue. I think the issue hasn't been as bad for them. And yeah. like you said, they're able to get more of those consoles out. But I mean, you know, like if, if it were really just all to it, it'd be the PS5 dominating again. Um, but that's why it's like, it's right now was, you know, in my team, my opinion, like if you're going to make the decision, if you don't know what you're going to do, Nintendo should be making those announcements already. Like, hey, we got the next console coming or leak shit. Do whatever you got to do if you're going to do something new. Because, I mean, you know, if you're content with those 80-something million or whatever that, that, that number is, which is ridiculous, and you got something, why wouldn't you let the hype start coming? Because, I mean, you're uh-huh. strike while the fucking iron's hot. what I kind of wanted to discuss with this conversation of like us probably going into a recession, I think Nintendo's newest console, and I know this is, this is not going to fall into what Nintendo usually does. Nintendo's next console needs to be a pretty powerful one. I know that Nintendo doesn't do the, we make the best looking games, the top technology kind of games. And I'm not even saying it needs to be PS5, Xbox series X quality what i'm saying is the next switch needs to be something that is going to be easy for third-party developers i'm not even talking about nintendo's main company their main publishers i'm talking about third party the next switch console it's so funny to say that no because you're like i don't even want it to be fucking uh ps5 or it doesn't have to be ps5 or xbox series x the first console I thought of, uh-huh. I was like, it's got to match Series S. Yeah. At the very least. No. Okay. That's, 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 that's what I was going to say. That's what I think it should be. It needs to be. The reason why it needs to be, and before I would say something under Series S, because when, when I was thinking about it, but now, yeah, as time S. goes on, it has to be at least to the point where it's close to Series S or close to whatever the Steam Deck is. Because these third party companies. I don't know, but I know it's not going to be like crazy. But all I'm saying is these mid-level Steam Deck then maybe. Nintendo needs to make something 
that it's going to be easy for third-party developers to port their games over because now that a lot of companies, a lot of publishers are transitioning to the newer consoles, they're now transitioning to Unreal 5. And Unreal 5 is unplayable on Switch. Unreal 4 can be played, right? But not 5. And there's no way in hell that a company like EA, Activision, any other third-party company is going to be like, well, we're going to make the downscaled version for Switch is new console or Switch or the newest console that's not up to specs. Whatever Nintendo Switch's newest console is going to be, it has to be at least able to run Unreal 5. It doesn't have to run it at the highest specs, but at well, least something where it's easier for developers to, to port over because now everyone's transitioning over. And there's an example I wanted to use where you have a publisher with an in-game engine like Capcom using the RE engine. We already know because of the Switch that the RE engine works on the Switch. On your basic yeah. Switch, RE engine works. So why isn't Street Fighter VI announced for the Switch, Joe? You know why I think it's not announced for the Switch? Why? Because they need to focus on the PC and PlayStation PS Xbox ports first before having to downscale certain things sure. for it's the Switch bus. version. But I also thought maybe they know that they are going to release their next console and that's going to be the port that's going to go to the to the Switch, which is the next Switch, not the old I, Switch. I would also say, though, that like uh, an issue with maybe why they're not focusing on it, and, and again, it could be the reason why they don't release it, period, on there, is because the Switch or Nintendo in general is not known as a fighting game, uh, as a fighting game console. You and I both know Ultra Street one of the Fighter. Great, well, no, no, uh -huh. but not just this. You and I both, and not to say that there haven't been fighting games really. But you and I both know one of the greatest fucking fighting games of all time is Tatsunoko versus Capcom. Yes. And that name to this day, when you tell people that, they're like, "What?" They don't even fucking know what it is, mm -hmm. and it's a shame. It really is a shame. I remember going to Big Bear, and me and Beto had like a fucking session just playing that shit, and I was like, "This has got to be." The you know, I'd already, I, I had the game on the Wii, mm -hmm. and I played it, and it was fun, but I remember playing against Bento, and I was like, this is the fucking funnest, yeah. it was so fun, and I remember after that game, playing Marvel vs. Capcom 3, and thinking like, yeah, they took a lot of the cool shit from Tatsunoko vs. Capcom, but it's not Tatsunoko vs. Capcom, if yeah. you gave me the fucking option, mm -hmm. if you said, you, would you rather play Marvel vs. Capcom 3, which is a great game, or Tatsunoko yeah. vs. Capcom, I'd be like, right. Tatsunoko vs. Capcom. 100% what you said, too. fucking good, yeah. and, it, and, it, and, it's, and, it, and it's a sad thing. And again, it was released, and I think that may be something that stops Capcom from, like, you know, that may end up, may, I'm not saying that it, it will, but I'm just like, you know, do we really want to even fucking spend the money on this if it's not going to really, it's not going to sell? Uh-huh. One other thing to think about, too, right? Everyone, not everyone, but the assumption is that Nintendo went hybrid, that they'll stay hybrid. You know? Yeah. It could totally be that they do a fucking regular console and a handheld because they are so goddamn good at handhelds. I think it would be... totally release... It would bite them in the ass time. if they didn't do that. If they what? If they didn't do the next Switch as a portable and a home console, it would bite them in the ass. I think it's if I mean, they have I, to stay in it. But I mean, they—you know—I could see why they didn't, why they wouldn't. Yeah. Because goddamn, their handhelds are so fucking—they're, they, you know, their handhelds are 
known to be underpowered and they were still so fucking good dude. i would i would tell you you're correct on um, if the steam deck never existed now again i'm i'm telling you I'm not saying that the next switch has to be in the level of Steam Deck, but they could make something under that. NVIDIA's newest chips that they use, the previous chips, for the Switch is what they could use for this next one. All I'm saying is Tatsunuku versus Capcom, there were two things that were against it when it came out on Wii. One, it was at the tail end of the Wii. Two, it was during it, the Nintendo's... The Wii was huge, but how many people... Who got the Wii didn't just use it for Wii Sports. Yeah. You know? That's true. It was a very casual person's fucking dream console. So you had it on a console that was more family-friendly. That was their focus. The Mm family-friendly, simple, moving with the wand. Because remember remember when when the Wii came out and people were like super excited about Wii Sports? And they're like, dude, I can't wait till Tiger Woods on here comes out and I could play the golf one on here because I love it on Wii Sports and then he's like fuck yeah we're gonna come out with Tiger Woods they did and it didn't sell as well why because people went oh I don't want this I want Wii Sports and then they stayed with it a lot of people there's a lot of people who only have Wii Sports and maybe got Mario Galaxy and were like this too fucking hard or they got the Legend of Zelda and said it's too fucking hard and they just went for the simple shit or whatever Ultimate Street Fighter 2 which came out for the Switch fucking sold way more than Nintendo or Capcom thought possible. It was a good seller. So I get what you're saying, Joe. But I think the Switch is something different. The Switch is finally what we wanted from the Wii, where it was I think it's less casual now and more of just a gaming console on the go. I think it being a portable and a home console just makes people think games instead of the Wii was just like, oh, motion controls, right? Now it's different. Even though the Joy-Cons have motion controls, you don't see a lot of games that use it really. You know, that's not focused on that. I honestly don't think Switch Sports, Nintendo, or whatever they're calling it, I don't think it's, I think it's sold okay. I don't think it's sold as well because I don't think people have that mindset anymore of the Wii. I think it's honestly, they see the Switch and they're like, well, Nobody wants to take their fucking Joy-Cons off the thing anymore and be like, oh, let me use it like this. Going to my back to my original point, yes, I know we've talked about this. Nintendo isn't a, co- a company that's known for the best graphics or having to have their stuff state-of-the-art after the Nintendo 64, right? Because after that, or no, after the GameCube. Because after that, everything was kind of underpowered, and it played in their favor when it came to the Wii. Not the Wii U, but especially the Switch. But, Joe... Did you know that the Switch were basically just, it's just a Wii U with maybe better RAM to speed up loading? That's it? Yeah, it's not that much of an upgrade at all. We've had a Wii U. So I'm just saying, I think going into... I 100% agree. They need something stronger. Going into a possible recession, they need to have something strong just to be able to to easily do Unreal 5. Now, don't get me wrong. We're still going to have those comparisons with Digital Foundry and the, 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 let's call it the Switch 2. Switch 2 will always be the one like, hey, it plays, but it's jaggy in this area. It has some slowdown, right? But at least it's playable. I think Nintendo kind of has to do that because of the recession. Because of this re- possible recession, they need to have their console be powerful enough to be able to play these unreal 5 games so that they can last 
with this long, elongated time we're going to have with these consoles. That's the only reason. Because I, I agree with you, when Nintendo doesn't really need to do that, they don't have to. But with everything that's been going on, I think they need to, right? But it'll also benefit benefit their games too if they have the extra horsepower, even if they don't want to go to that extent. I agree with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I think there's some other areas that Nintendo is really dropping the ball mm-hmm. right now with the console they have now um, that they could have rectified a long time ago. And knowing Nintendo, I know they don't. They it's not a huge thing to them. To them, it's not. When you talk about the the the, the next the next iteration, mm-hmm. I, I think we, we can definitely agree something along the lines of a Series S, yeah, as uh-huh. a base as a baseline would be perfect. One hundred percent. Yeah. Now, one thing that I I wonder about them though, right, uh-huh. is like like the GameCube didn't sell great, right? And yeah. even N sixty four weren't great sellers. Mm-mm. However, the like the GameCube is an interesting console because it had not great sales, right? Mm-hmm. But did you ever do you know how many games the typical the average person like the basically console to game average that that console had? Do you know what that number is? Like on average, and every person that had a, a GameCube had X amount of games, right? So they spent X amount of dollars. On this many games, do you know what that number is? I found this out recently, and I was like, "Holy fuck!" Uh, for the GameCube, yeah, I'm. It's I'm, the highest games to. It's the highest games to console ratio uh, that I think that's ever. I believe any uh, that at least Nintendo console, it was nine to one. That's fucking crazy. Oh, for for GameCube average, compared to the other console, the Nintendo consoles, yeah, the average amount of games a GameCube owner had. Was nine games. So I mean, it's one of those funny. It's a, it's an interesting console that there was. It wasn't around very long. It did sell many consoles, but that I, I feel like that console still made money because of how many fucking games they sold. Yeah. You know, in general, um, you know, that's that's kind of an anomaly. One one thing I will say is like I I, I think you know, you know, I get what you're saying. Whereas like because of Steam Deck, like Nintendo needs to make something similar and i only use I, steam deck as an example because look steam sure deck is not is not it's not a competition because steam deck is so limited you can only get it in one place it'll never touch nintendo products yeah. you know what i mean it's such a niche product sure. the only reason i bring up steam deck is because it is a it is a portable it's a pretty powerful portable on the go that's the only reason why but it will never be in competition i know that it's barely portable though i think it's fucking huge yeah I mean, it is portable in, 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 in uh, you know, in, in relative terms, but it's pretty fucking big. Yeah. No, no, the only reason this is because it's the, this is, this console Nintendo has is the only, is their first venture into handhelds. And I just wonder if eventually they go, no, let's go back to, let, let, let's go back to what worked for us. Because, you know, one of the saving graces for Nintendo always was like, if a console did bad, they always had the handheld to fall back on that did fucking great. That's always been the the, the, the mo. Do you? I, but I you don't think people wonder, will get pissed though? Like, are you fucking serious? Like, now I have to buy two things, and like this game I would play on the Switch. Now I can only get it on this new handheld that you. But well, what if you did? What if you? What if it was like? Listen, here's our handheld, right? These are the games. This is what our handheld does. Here is our console mm-hmm. 
and it, this could be fucking i mean this actually could actually infuriate people more but it's like here's our home console our home console plays all of the handheld games but also has games that can only be played on the console i i i do know i agree that 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 just fucking well i mean technically we, we already have it because you can get a nintendo switch Lite or a nintendo switch oled or regular one so you ba- we basically I mean, have I mean, it already it's kind of like that but yeah. i mean i'm just saying like like, I, like maybe there's just these specific graphical like these games can scale higher up only on this i know it almost sounds kind of fucking predatory in a way that now that i think about it but i'm just saying like like i just wonder if they go like we need to go back to that model because like I always thought that that model, the model of having a handheld and a model of having a, and let's face it, handhelds are still fucking popular. Yeah, no, they are. And steaming it, but what I was saying, like, the handheld always kind of gave Nintendo the excuse to, like, just try wacky ass shit on the fucking console front. Mm -hmm. And if it didn't work, it's like, yeah, okay, that's fine. Yeah, dude, I don't, I don't know. I I don't think you can go back. I don't think you can. What's the thing? I don't think you can. uh, What's that term? Unrub that genie or get the genie back in the bottle? It would hurt them more though if they the next console is another hybrid and it's shit. And I'm not saying it's gonna be. Yeah. yeah, But I'm like, I think it would hurt them doubly though if they were like, and and I'm not saying that that's what would happen. I'm just saying I wonder if they are thinking about that, like going like. I wonder if they're concerned about that. They're just like, oh, They'd burn. man, this was a one-off. I don't know. I think it would hurt them more if they went back to the two different models, man. I think they they would fuck a ton of people would talk. Bro, you, you, you already, you, you you already know. That. You say that, but I mean, like, you love those handhelds. And I mean, if they, I mean, yeah, but I, I'm not saying like, like the Switch is I, a handheld. I could see the, I could so, I mean, I'm just saying I could see the, 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 the fucking argument back. So the, the reason I say this though, like, uh-huh. and, and here was I, I, I actually lost myself for a second there, but going yeah. like this, going back, let me go back to when we were talking about like the the area where they fucked up the most, right? Uh-huh. Their retro games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their 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 system of releasing these via the um the drip feeding. Well, it's always been bad, but like via this the online pass has been fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. Like. What if it was a compromise? Like, imagine if they were just like, look, here's our new console. It's a hybrid. We're also going to create a handheld, which I know they can do. That's basically something a la the fucking game and watch, but plays nothing but our retro games. That shit, in my opinion, would be an easy fucking sell. And it'd actually be kind of cheap. And they could fucking monitor that. They could run that themselves and be like, hey, you can buy all the fucking retro games that we have. So basically a Game Boy Classic. Is that what you could do in the Classic? I mean, I'm just saying. But like digital. But I'm just saying digital. Like, like basically, here is a... Like, imagine getting a fucking dope-ass Game & Watch that you could download all the fucking retro shit to. But then they... Would you buy it? Would you buy it? They've already come out with Game uh, Game & Watches that I've purchased... Yeah, but with one game. I'm just saying, what but if they had a fucking... With one? I, I would buy it. I'm just... No, the only reason I'm saying this right now is because I just but had they, that fucking handout. But that's what I'm saying. They've done like, it. Goddamn. Yeah, yeah, but they've done it already with the Game & Watches. That Zelda one and the Mario one. Yeah, they've but I'm just it. saying, like, imagine if they made a version of it that supported more than one game. The, the Zelda one supports more than one. How many games is Zelda? Uh, Zelda One, Zelda Two, and uh, Link Between Link's Awakening, and uh, okay. the Game and Watch one. Okay. 
Think of a distribution where it was all fucking like you could basically, or you could basically buy all the fucking any game you want. And I'm not saying any game because I'm sure there's going to be games that are good, that are that would not be licensing wise would be difficult. But like either way, I'm just saying like the the way they've delivered the handheld games has always been shit. That's mm-hmm. something that they could have easily fixed, and they could be monetizing, and people would pay for. I would fucking I, I I have ROMs I have the whole ROM set, but I yeah. wouldn't have a problem buying some of yeah. these old games again if they gave me a valid like a like a like a, you know even if it was just like that like a mini console that you could just be like yeah I'm gonna buy it off of the fucking tree. I think it and all. I think that's an area that 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 is lacking from them. I think it all comes down to just Nintendo finding a better way to distribute their games instead of drip feeding it like they've done with they've been. They've drip-feeded Nintendo game, download games, even Sega games and other stuff since the Wii, Wii U, and the Switch. I mean, it's it's just now different with the Switch. It's just more of a service than actually being able to buy each individual game. So it's weird. It's it would just it would just be going it would just be going back to what they're doing. Basically, Nintendo doesn't give me confidence in how they they distribute games digitally, especially their classic library. They've it's already such done a waste it with of fucking money, though. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that. So I that, don't understand that. So your 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 theoretical handheld that had to distribute would be the same thing. It'd be like, hey, this week it's uh, it's well, fucking Double Dragon two, and you're like, the way the, this the way I'm thinking, I'm thinking of it in an idealist sense where it would yeah. be perfect, where they would give us like a hundred games yeah. and be like, hey, you can buy these games for five dollars a piece. Here's your list. Not where like, hey, here's eight games and fucking four of them you don't want. I mean, you know what I mean? Like that's that's the thing. Like, yeah, it's it's idealist, but I'm just saying like, it is an area though where they have always severely fucking lacked. Where it's like, and I don't understand why they hate, you know, because I'm fucking, you know, like, hey, I didn't want the fucking contra like contra collection at first, but then when that shit was like fucking four bucks and I bought it. I played it and I was like, yeah, I would have paid more for this. I should have paid more for this. Yeah. And, and I'm just saying like, like, you know, and there's specific games that I, you know, love to this day. Like, you know how it is, Jesse. Mm. Like, you've bought certain games over and over again because, mm. and I've done the same thing. There's certain games where I fucking love that game, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I don't, I just don't know, like Nintendo, but you know, like, as much as I question Nintendo sometimes, like, what are they going to fucking do? You know, how many times have we done that shit and then they end up just fucking killing it? I, you, yeah. you, never, you just never fucking know. What yeah, yeah, yeah. You never know. They could fucking go against us and be like, yeah, fuck it. We're going to release three consoles. <laughs> and we were like, this is a fucking terrible plan. And then they just fucking sell gangbusters and be like, yep, I, we were wrong again. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what this conversation is, is what the what this generation will be due to a possible recession and everything. And I think... Basically, what I come down to when it comes to Nintendo is they need to have something that's at least something that's easy for these third-party developers to be able to port their products over to the Switch. Yes. Because as much as maybe you don't buy it, Joe, or Bethel, or me, some of the games, for a lot of people, whatever the next Switch is, is going to be the only console they have. They're not going to have a PS5. They're not going to have an Xbox. There's some cool games, too, that, like you're saying, though, like, there's cool games where I go, like, I'm not going to buy that, but I go... There's a shit ton of people that are going to buy that. I, I see that. There, there is definitely yeah. fucking that. I think the last time Nintendo had a good amount of support for their console, third-party-wise, I want to say it was the GameCube, because EA actually put a lot of games for it. 
And I think the Wii, you could say like, well, third party supported the Wii, but yeah, they EA, were. Capcom, they had a lot of support. They did, there was... but most of them like, it wasn't like, oh, this year's Madden is also on the Wii. It's, it's a different. What didn't they call it? Madden All Stars or something or Madden something play? They they called they called. The wasn't that the Wii? Wasn't it the Wii one? The Wii, yeah, the Wii had that where it was like yeah, a it Madden. It was the Wii where it started it, changing. It was like in it was the everything that the Wii got to, to a degree yeah. because of the so it the was controls was different. It was third parties at the height of the Wii's popularity saying we're gonna make the time to make unique games for the Wii to play on there. They did not see the return they wanted to, so they just said fuck it. Yeah. After that, yeah. right? So that's why I'm saying is like. I think they, they noticed that importance of third-party support. Like, basically, it's important for, for Nintendo to have third-party support. The Switch had third-party support. They need to have a console to be able to have those third-party support, be able to easily transfer their game over. That's what they need for their next console. They need it to be beefier, better support for third-party. I think that's the way to do it, and it needs to be another hybrid. And it needs, I agree. You know, I, I don't know if it needs to be a hybrid. Jesus, Joe. I just don't. No, no, no. I just don't. No, no, I, no. I, well, I don't. I don't know what they're gonna do. I do agree. It has to be. It has to be more powerful. Yeah. They gotta wait this because of the hybrid. They gotta wait with not having to fucking up the power much this generation. They need to up that in the next gen. Not so much for their own games, but just to give the like you said developers because developers are right now fucking super interested because of the sales. Yeah. And why wouldn't you want to leverage that? You should want to leverage that. Yeah. So that is what I think we might be seeing in the future for this current generation of video games. That's going to be it for this week. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrollpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrollpodcast. Remember... It's Third Party Controller Podcast with a 3RD. Joe, glad to have you back on this week. I'm glad you're feeling better. I'm glad everything is going A-OK with you. I missed you last week. You were lonely, weren't you? I was lonely. Did you listen to the episode? Of course not. <laughs> but I saw the title and I was like, oh, I just it <laughs> I am your host, Jesse P.S. Leroy with... Joe Ramirez. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done. Later. It'll be Jess fun. Jess is gonna watch. Jess is gonna watch Prey in a little bit. Oh, again? Didn't you watch it with her? No, I said you're. You. Oh, I am. Jessie. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's just, sorry, sorry, sorry. I thought you were talking about your wife, Jess. Jess, Jess is gonna watch Prey. I'm gonna watch Prey, and I'm gonna. I said we pray. Pray, pray, pray. We got to pray just to make it today. <laughs>